0: Forecast. I'm Gregory Patrick for AM860, The Answer. And I'm on. This is Dr. Bill, your Radio MD. Welcome to the show. Hopefully we're streaming live on Facebook and YouTube. I am using uh, Restream, which is some software that Joe told me about this week, and so I'm seeing if, if I can use that to broadcast to multiple platforms. We'll start out with those two. Uh, of course, we're also on WGUL 860 AM. You can pick us up on the radio. We're an iHeart Station, and we are also streaming live on uh, the Internet, and you can go to drbillradiomd.com and click Listen Live. I also have tried to get my video going on my website, and I see that, that it's there, but I don't see any stream, even though it says I'm streaming. <laughs> but I don't know. But you can listen cl- to, or uh, you can click to listen live to hear the show. And you can also go to theanswer.com, which is our radio station site, and click listen live, and you'll hear me.
1: No reason not to be listening to The Doctor this morning.
0: No, none whatsoever. And we are worldwide. We have people listening from all over the world. And believe it or not, not not a many, but not a lot, but can. You know, I got Canadians and Chinese and Brazilians, all kinds of people. That's very cool, Doc. Very cool. That's very cool. Uh, So at any rate, here we are. We're on air, and we're doing our thing, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about medicine, a little bit about politics. Ken and I will talk about each other, how handsome we are. (laughs) (laughs) Did I tell you the follow-up on the uh, melanoma?
1: Oh, no. What happened? Uh, How's it going? hope everything went okay with that yeah the uh
0: the the radiologist said that he didn't see any hot spots, so apparently I'm free of the tumor, but of course, we had to take off do a wide excision on the little spot that was on my leg and uh, my wife was all antsy about it, so she made us do it in the office so my wife, the student, and I numbed up my leg and I helped my student uh, cut into my leg. I actually did some of the cutting myself, okay. <laughs> so i did one side and helped her do the other side because she had never she had never cut flesh before and you know done a biopsy and we got it dissected off and undermined the margins and did a nice plastic closure and but it was right below my 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 knee you know right below my knee uh, uh, pit whatever you want to call it on the back was in the back of the leg yeah the back of the leg right right at the top of the calf and so the first time i stepped down i because we had to do it with my leg bent because I couldn't see to help her otherwise. True. And so the first time I, I stepped down, I ripped out a couple stitches. But <laughs> <laughs> it's still healing. <laughs> We're waiting for the biopsy to come back. I'm sure it's going to be okay. So I know everybody was worried about me and my wife, especially. I could have cared less. What the heck?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you had a good life, right, Doc?
0: Uh, every day's a gift.
1: There now. you every go. That's right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a
0: week we've had. And then we had an angry patient. Uh, he gave us a one-star rating on on uh, Google and uh, called TriCare to complain that we were overcharging and was all upset. And I said, why didn't you call me earlier? And then he's threatening me. And I said, you know, you're threatening the staff and they're, they, they, my wife's dismissing you from the practice, you and your wife. well, I'm not threatening anybody, but you're going to be investigated. I said, it sure sounds like a threat to me. Sounds like
1: a threat to me, yeah.
0: So then I guess uh, my wife rallied the troops along with Mary and um, all of my patients that are involved um, intimately in in our, you know, our coterie of of friends posted uh, uh, reviews on, on Google that were five stars, so. We'll see. I had a one bad review years ago. as was a lady who was really crazy, and I had put her in the hospital, and uh, the travel insurance company called me. She was a Canadian. She was a borderline personality disorder, and she was wacko, and uh, she got mad at me. I'm not sure what for, and she said she didn't want me as a doctor anymore, so I had to get one of the hospitalists to take it over, and then she said that wasn't true, that she didn't fire me, and she posted and made a complaint to the insurance company. Oh, my gosh. You know, hmm. what are you going to do?
1: It's tough dealing with the general public, isn't
0: it? It is, and especially, I mean, this guy that uh, was upset with me, he, I think, was a, a medic in the Army. And he he tells me now, I don't know if he's honest or not, he tells me that he saw combat, and he has post-traumatic stress disorder. So I'm thinking, God, do I need to carry a pistol now? Is he going to kill me? Um, Which, you know, I didn't realize he was building up to a threat, you know. I mean, it's a little worrisome, but uh, he had begged me. He was a nurse at the hospital years ago, and he had begged me to take him scuba diving. So I took him up to, uh, there's a a, a nice freshwater spring about two hours north of here. I think it's called the blue lagoon can't remember exactly and it's a it's a deep dive it's about 80 90 feet and there's a little grotto cave that you can go through i mean it's a relatively easy dive and it's not a huge body of water you know it's not like going out in the gulf of mexico but uh so he said yeah he knew how to dive he was a good diver oh my god we get down there and he's lost in space and time i'm dragging him around <laughs> <laughs>
1: had no clue right
0: <laughs> well, he just wasn't wasn't experienced, but yeah. I think that he had misrepresented himself uh to me and I don't know if he's doing it in other areas too, but you know, you feel a little bad for the guy. Um uh, I'm sure that he's got a lot of problems and I knew a little bit of his family history was kind of sad, but
1: uh um I Yeah, he served him... this country, so you know we should. Yeah, and
0: he was in the army and he, yeah. you know, he was a nurse and he did some good. So, I'm I'm, I'm not going to criticize him. Just Hope that he um, can get over this and move on
1: emotionally. Yeah, I never criticize um, another man to so you walked in his shoes, you know what they say.
0: Yeah, and it's not worth, you know, it's a, a, it's a small amount of money. It's not worth getting upset over. He's yeah. r- reported me to track here because we're registered as a specialist, so we charge $31 copay. As you know, when you go to the doctor, you have insurance and you give them your insurance number, and then a lot of the plans have a copay 10, sure. 20, 30 bucks, whatever it is. Well, if you're a, a primary care doctor with track care, it's a $20 copay. So he was paying $11 more than he thought he should. And that and a lab bill that he was upset about that he got stuck with, which I would have been glad to help him with had he called me in time. But he didn't. I dealt with my wife. Wrong move. <laughs> She's not the person to deal with when it comes to fighting over money. <laughs> you're not going to win there. <laughs> So, at any rate, um, by the time it all shook out, you know, you're talking less than $500 that he had to come out of pocket.
1: Well, that's not too bad, today's medical now, environment. Which, if if he had been nice about
0: it, we probably would have just given it to him. No. But now she's she's hot, and she's not going to let go of that money right. for for God or or the devil himself. At any rate, that's that story. So, my week, you know, between uh, melanoma crisis and cutting myself up. Uh, for surgical and uh, medicinal reasons only, you know, not not because I'm suicidal or
1: homicidal. Doing surgery on yourself. You're a man's man, doctor. I'm a weird dude. You're a man's man, I tell you. Just give me that knife. I'll take care of it myself. It's almost like John Wayne.
0: <laughs> I'll gnaw that arm <laughs> off if it's That's stuck right. in trevice, buddy. He I'm don't just...
1: need that no more. Just to...
0: So at any rate, that's my week. Now, what about Biden? How's he been doing? Oh, my gosh. So he's issued a ton of executive orders. So he's re-engaged with the World Health Organization. He created a position of COVID-19 response coordinator. I don't know what that is. He rejoined the Paris Climate Agreement, revoked permits for the Keystone XL pipeline. Uh, By the way, that oil is now being sold overseas by the Canadians, I'm sure, to the Chinese, so they can build more plastic stuff for us to buy from them.
1: Yeah, it's going to get the market whether we whether we get the profits or not. It's going to get the you know it's going to get yeah, the market.
0: Yeah, I mean you know this this just makes no sense. Yeah. He asked agencies to extend eviction foreclosure moratoriums. I don't mind that. Uh, he asked the education department to extend student loan pause. He launched an initi- an initiative to advance racial equity. And in the 1776 Commission, revoke order that aims to exclude undocumented immigrants from census. So um, now if you're in the United States, whether you're here legally or not, I guess he wants to uh, count you in the census. Of course, that'll help Texas, which is still a Republican state, but we'll see what happens. He wants to preserve and fortify DACA, which helps the DREAMers. He wants to require masks and distancing on all federal property and all by all federal workers. Hmm. Reverse travel ban targeting primarily Muslim countries. Stop construction of border wall. Well, we knew that was coming. Yeah, that was a given, yeah. He wanted to uh, require ethics pledge for executive branch personnel. I don't think he'll take it himself, but... (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, nah, just everybody else. Hey, yeah, I won't take it. More. Everybody else. Yeah, sure. yeah,
0: I'm president. I don't need to do exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> Combat discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation, gender identity. I didn't know there was a whole lot of that still going around, but apparently that's a big deal with the Democrats. They still think that uh, the conservatives are out to get them all, and that all the transgenders are. I don't know what they're doing. All, all 15 of them in the country. You know, it's such a small population, and 99% of them are are, uh, are in the, the wrong ra- bathroom, is what 99% yeah.
1: of them are in the wrong bathroom, Don. I
0: mean, in Europe, everybody uses the same bathroom, and it's going that way with the uh, restaurants in our area. A lot of them have, you know, unisex, single- as they say. Yeah. yeah. So he wants to modernize and, re- and improve regulatory review, end harsh and extreme immigration enforcement. Extend protection from deportation for Liberians in the United States, even what? though they're they're uh...
1: <laughs> Four of the Liberians in the United States.
0: Yeah, you know, apparently their their embassy, uh, our embassy there, whoever the visa process has been corrupted. Uh, Liberia is Liberia as well? Okay. Corrupt. Re- revoke certain executive orders concerning federal re- regulations. Freeze any new or pending regulations. Okay. Fill supply shortages and fight versus COVID-19 with Defense Production Act and other measures. What shortage? The only shortage we have is the vaccine. Where the heck is the vaccine? He wants to increase FEMA reimbursement to states for National Guard and personal protective equipment. He wants a COVID-19 pandemic testing board. Expand testing. He wants that established and expanded. Okay. Why not just get the stupid vaccine out, Ken? I don't. I don't... No,
1: I'm with you there, a hundred percent. We've done a lot of testing. We know it's here. Let's get the vaccine to everybody.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, put on your mask, shut up, go to work, get the vaccine. Yes, exactly. Yeah. He wants to bolster access to COVID-19 treatments and clinical care. Hell, our hospital is empty. I mean, we don't have one COVID patient in the hospital this week. No kidding, not one. Wow and that's area-wide, that's statewide, that's, I don't know. Well, that's good. He wants to improve collection analysis of COVID-related data. I guess he's going to have uh, Governor Cuomo lead that. <laughs> 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 he wants 100 million shots in 100 days. Well, that that sounds great, but, you know, with the Johnson & Johnson coming out now, and, and, and the ramp up in the And the Pfizer and the Moderna, I think we're going to have that anyway. So he'll look like he led that, even though he didn't.
1: Now, Johnson & Johnson, that was just approved yesterday, wasn't it? I think it was. It was. Yes, that's that's
0: right. That's the live uh, cold virus that's been genetically modified to put little protein spikes out that uh, will stimulate your immune system to make antibodies to it. That's the COVID spike that they you know, it's kind of like a hybrid, you know, like they grafted an orange and an apple tree together.
1: Now, this is uh um, not quite as effective. Is that true? Like around 80% instead of 90%? or
0: I think it's uh, 60 to 65% oh, in U.S. Looks... studies, okay. but I don't know what period of time that's over, and uh, certainly it, it uh, has, it, the hospitalizations and deaths have, if you're immunized with that in the study so far, have dropped to zero. So, you may still get the virus uh, small chance, but if you do, it'll be a mild case so um, you know it's still effective in that respect
1: that's fine i'll'll I'll, I can live with that literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'll take that yeah.
1: I'll take the first virus um, uh, shot that presents itself
0: yep, and of course he wants to provide guidance on safely reopening schools uh get in the classroom go to work. Unlock uh, the doors. Kid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. And he wants OSHA guidance for keeping workers safe from COVID-19. Uh, put on a mask. <laughs> I think we've been doing that for about a year now, haven't we? Well, Dr. Bill and Ken have. Yeah. Because we knew about this way back when. We knew about this last February. Just, just
1: about this time that we started talking about this, Ken. That's right. We put those masks on early on this show. Yes, we did. So, and I'm still know. here, and you're still here, and neither one of us got it. so oh well, you got it did you get it? You never got it, did you the actual what? the actual virus you never got it, no, even though me. you're working with all I those took and
0: I took that until I got the shot, and then I stopped and uh you know I was i mean I was right in the face of people with with the virus in the hospital with them coughing on me i of course, I had on my protective gear.
1: But, uh, you're on on the front line. You didn't get it, so you did good. But,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, listen to this. He wants to establish a COVID 19 health equity task force. That means that if you're poor, um, you're going to get treatment before
1: Ken gets it. So, okay, great. Thanks. (laughs) You don't deserve it, Ken. (laughs) There are many who would agree with you, doc. So, (laughs) I I don't take a brunch, uh, 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 you know, I don't take offense to that because. A lot of people think I shouldn't be first in line.
0: Well, I think you should because without you, this show would suffer. So I'm gonna get you you're you're ahead of Mike Gallagher and all the other people.
1: <laughs> oh, don't don't put me ahead of Mike. Mike's an important guy.
0: No one's more important to me than you, Ken. Oh, thank you, Doc. I love <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> so he's asking agencies to boost uh Food aid and improved delivery of stimulus checks. What
1: do what? you do? We put them in the mail. <laughs> How do you boost delivery? I, uh, I don't get it. Uh, most of them, aid- prob- I would think most of it is electronic by now.
0: Yeah, most of it just, you know, our, our uh, PPP check goes right into our bank account. And by the way, we're waiting for it. And I wish Regions Bank would hurry up because we're kind of struggling here. Restore collective bargaining power for federal workers. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Repeal ban on transgender people serving openly in U.S. military. Tighten by American rules and government procurement. These all sound good. They sound like great things. Platitudes, you know.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: He's going to reinstate coronavirus travel restrictions on Brazil and most of Europe. If he does that, then our, our trip to Venice and our cruise of the eastern uh, Mediterranean might not go. I don't like him anymore.
1: Wait a minute. He's going to take your cruise away?
0: He's going to. Uh... Well, I'm because I'm a, I'm a white person of privilege. <laughs> well, I don't deserve anything because I cheated to get where
1: I'm at. That's not right, Doc. If you want to take know. a cruise, you should be able to take a cruise. That's my feeling. That's in it's in the Constitution, man. That's right. They can't keep you from taking a cruise. Thou shalt not interfere Stop. with my cruise. Thou shalt not uncruise. That's right. As thou shalt not uncruise. <laughs> oh, he wants to
0: end the Justice Department's use of private prisons. Okay, where are you going to put all these people? These contracts have been there for decades.
1: You mean prisons with private contractors? Those kind of those kind of prisons. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's it's the American way. Yeah, we've been doing that. It's cheaper. I guarantee you it's cheaper to use a private contractor.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, how long, how long does it take a private company to build a prison versus uh, the federal government? And how many contractors uh, are involved and how many labor unions are involved and how much waste and time and added. And mafia's got to get its nickel. You know, everybody's got to get out on the act when
1: That's the federal right. government. Yeah. Oh, no, my God. No, keep it in private hands, I say. But nobody listens oh, to me, Doc. Is-
0: Hey, Ken, dig this. He wants to combat racism against Asian-Americans and Pacific Islanders. Don't tell my wife. She'll be voting for him again. (laughs) God. By the way, wife, I love you. By the way, folks, my wife is Korean, if you haven't figured it out. So I guess that means Asian-American, doesn't it?
1: That would be Asian-American, yes.
0: (laughs) Are we still allowed to say Korean, or do we have to say Asian? Asian.
1: I'm too frightened to talk at all anymore, Doc.
0: It's getting bad out there. It man. is. I know. He wants to direct agencies to engage in consultations with travel governments. Uh, haven't we been doing that since, I think so. since, since the Pilgrims landed? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> of course, he's going to stop new oil and gas leasing on U.S. land water, elevate climate changes as national security and foreign policy priority <clears throat> Meanwhile, uh, people in Texas were without electricity now they'll you know survive but what would we lose fifteen or twenty people down there in the uh, something field? like that yeah I mean that's not the end of the world so i'm I'm not going to get too upset about about uh, either him elevating this to the level of high priority or uh, but uh, you know what you cannot make the transition to quote, quote, alternate energy sources or renewable energy sources uh, in a day, a week, a month, a year, a decade. Um, you know, it took, what did it take? I think gasoline was first distilled out of petroleum in the 1870s. And we really didn't have a functional system of gas stations so that uh, gas engines could run cars and run around until what, the 1920s after World War One."
1: Pretty much, yeah. That's about the time frame.
0: I mean, that you could do it. You could have a car, but it was mostly for rich people. But it wasn't until the gas stations and the infrastructure was there that uh, Henry Ford could really make a go of it with his uh,
1: Model T and Model A and all that and bring the car to the public, to the people. We are, yeah, like you say, we are many, many decades away from being without gasoline, as they say.
0: Yeah. You know, and I, listen. I've said it before, I'll say it again. We have a wonderful renewable source. It's called hydroelectric, and it's the most efficient. And uh, a plant will last hundreds of years. Uh, We have the most uh, uh, stable and consistent platform with nuclear uh, because it runs whether the sun's shining or the snow's falling or, you know, it doesn't matter what the weather is outside. The only time you have to stop is, is when you refuel, and we've got newer systems that can uh, clean out the uh, radioactive gases more efficiently so you don't have to shut down for a few hours every day. So we, we've got plenty of sources. I'm not saying don't use solar, but uh, it's highly inefficient. You still have to store the energy somewhere. Uh, you still have to uh, dispose of all this when these things are gone. Where are you going to put them? I mean, have you seen some of the solar farms, Ken? They're, They're huge. huge. They're huge. What are you going to do with all those panels? Where are you going to put them? Landfill. There you go. (laughs) And they won't break down for 10,000 years.
1: I'll be long gone. I will, too. Now, I've been a big nuclear proponent for years and years and years, decades. I've always thought nuclear is the way to go for this country. Yeah, and I know, I get in all the arguments. Well, what happens if there's an accident? Well, you design them so they don't have an accident, and you... Put some people in there and know what they're doing, and you won't have an accident.
0: Well, more than that, let's think about the accidents, quote, quote. Uh, Chernobyl, who died? Uh, About 50-something people died. Guess how they died? They died by going in and fighting the fire and trying to contain uh, the— the explosion trying to keep the core from melting down into the earth and they knew they were going to die yeah, they
1: sacrificed themselves
0: absolutely they, sacrificed themselves. they were firemen and local policemen actually chernobyl had been evacuated several days before the the core melted down and hit the uh, hit the groundwater and exploded so this is uh this is really a kind of a I mean, it's a bad thing. We're sorry it happened, but it's a non-event. And remember they said there was going to be a lot of people in the Ukraine, a lot of kids that are going to end up with thyroid cancers. Well, that hadn't panned out. Uh, You know, a lot of this just blows and gets rained down into the ocean, falls to the bottom of the ocean, plus a little increased background radiation. There's a theory that mild increased background radiation uh, prevents a lot of diseases. And some of the data from that comes from cardiologists and radiologists who are in the cath lab or working around nuclear material on a daily basis, and also the people that work inside the containment plants at uh, the uh, uh, at the, uh, in the cores of the nuclear reactors. And they have all caused lower diseases except for
1: trauma. I did not know that. Yep. And we only had really three main nuclear events throughout the history of nuclear power. We've had Chernobyl, Three Mile Island, and then the... Um, Tsunami in Japan, those are the only yep. three nuclear uh, a- 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 instances that we've had of any danger. We have not seen, you know, thousands of people dying. So I've always thought that nuclear power is the way to go. But
0: Well, Three Rivers, what happened? Nobody died.
1: Nobody died, that's right. And and what happened at, uh, with the tsunami in, in Japan? Uh, some uh, Again, it was uh, people going in, literally r- sacrificing their lives. You know what? Nobody died from that. I thought an engineer or two guys, uh, something like that, but it was very small. If you did, I'd miss that, but the only deaths I knew of were from the tsunami. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be mistaken, but I thought at least one engineer or two, maybe, and he went in there knowing he was going to die. Yeah. Um,
0: Maybe there was one guy.
1: Um, But we haven't seen the type of disasters that were predicted about (laughs) nuclear power. Yeah. I mean, it's just
0: ridiculous. Come on give me a break and we can learn how to better contain this and with these smaller reactors that i've talked about they look like a little jet engine yeah um you know you you have so much more control because you're using a very small amount of radioactivity in a very confined area and uh so you 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 can do a lot more with this and you can supply it you can this way you can disseminate it out amongst the uh the landstrad, so to speak, and and not have one big huge nuclear reactor where the core can m- melt down and really cause some problems. If if you have a meltdown of a core uh, and a smaller, you've got a smaller problem to contain. So.
1: And it's it's the energy hundred hundred uh three hundred sixty five days a year all the time. Yep. And uh, you know relatively cheap.
0: Relatively. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So well, nobody listens to us, Doc. Like he, you know, no nobody. Only if they us. just make us president and vice president, everything'll be fine. If only somebody loved us. <laughs> if only somebody cared. We gotta vote. We gotta. We gotta run in the next primary. That's. What Let's we're, do it. Yeah.
0: So at any rate, uh, now the President Biden says he wants to keep aluminum tariffs on the United Arab Emirates, scrapping Trump administration exemptions. I guess he's mad at the UAE. Uh, I think he's trying to help the uh, Iranians. Hadn't he read history? Doesn't he know that the Persians have been trying to conquer us for thousands of years? Uh, you know he to talk
1: to that man and set him straight. Somebody's got to read that to him. Look, we should. You
0: know, if he'd listen to the show, he might wake up a little bit. That's right.
1: We're gonna send him a tape. <laughs> he doesn't have time to get up and listen on Sunday morning. We'll...
0: Oh, well, he's going to create a task force to reunite migrant families separated at the border. Meanwhile. What he was calling cages now are, uh, are I guess, dormitories for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> these guys are amazing, aren't they? They can put a spin on anything. He
1: just changed the terminology and it's okay.
0: And now I- he wants to retroactively reimburse states fully for FEMA-eligible cost tied to COVID. So I guess Mario Cuomo is going to... If Mario Como fesses up and says, Yeah, I killed all these people, maybe he can get some cash out of this.
1: <laughs> Help him with his next campaign. Hey Doc, half yeah. the show's over already. You believe that? Are you serious? I know, it just flew right by this morning. What's it? Time for a break? It is time for a break if you so desire.
0: I desire whatever you desire. Then you are you're you're the you're my producer, engineer. Director, manager, bye. Well, I'll be right back.
1: I'm I hear Dr. the music. Time for a break.
0: It's time for a break.
1: With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. The UN Human Rights Office says that it has received credible information that a crackdown today on anti-coup protesters in Myanmar has left at least 18 people dead and more than 30 wounded. The U.N. says it strongly condemns the escalating violence against protests in the country. We now have a third vaccine to stop the coronavirus. The FDA yesterday clearing a Johnson & Johnson shot that works with just one dose instead of two. Health experts say that's particularly good news because it will speed up vaccination. The FDA says J&J's vaccine offers strong protection against serious illness, hospitalizations, and death. And the Justice Department says it will appeal a judge's ruling that the federal government's eviction moratorium is unconstitutional. Prosecutors filed a notice in the case last night saying it's appealing the matter to the Fifth Circuit. This is SRN News.
0: Hello, this is Dr. Bill Handelman for our good friends at Tampa Bay Imaging. TBI provides state-of-the-art MRI and CT scanning with the lowest radiation possible. Most insurance plans accepted and self-pay rates are very competitive. TBI is conveniently located in Tampa and St. Pete with evening and weekend appointments. So call TBI today or ask your doctor. In Tampa, call 813-386-3674. St. Pete, call 727 727- five four five nine six seven four.
1: Attention all taxpayers. In the midst of the social, economic, and financial crisis facing many Americans, there is some great news for struggling taxpayers unable to pay their back taxes or with unfiled tax returns. Special programs with the IRS may expedite the resolution of your tax problem and may even reduce what you owe by thousands of dollars, even forgiven entirely. If you are facing liens, levies, audits, wage garnishments, or property seizures, you need this timely relief. Community tax has resolved over 800 million dollars for tens of thousands of struggling taxpayers and businesses for over a decade top rated by the better business bureau and consumer affairs with thousands of five-star reviews community tax knows how to resolve your tax problem with the most savings possible for a free consultation and to see what you qualify for call 800-555-88 800-555-88 that's 800-555-88 Attention millennials and Gen Z. Tired of being called kid when you pay your own bills? That participation trophy didn't do anything for your income, but this sure can. At National Aviation Academy, you can learn to work on and maintain aircraft in as little as 14 months. Call 800-659-2080 or visit wingmenwanted.com. Trash the trophy. Invest in actual certifications. Call 800-659-2080 or visit wingmenwanted.com. For more information about our statistics, visit success. AM 860, The Answer. Online at theanswertampa.com.
0: Radio.com.
1: Here is your exclusive AccuWeather forecast.
0: Partly sunny skies for today. Very warm with the temperature approaching the record of 86. Last reached in 2017 with a high of 84. Partly cloudy and warm tonight with a low 70. Tomorrow, periods of clouds and sunshine with a high of 81. And Tuesday, low clouds breaking for some Sun of the High 82. That's your AccuWeather Forecast. I'm Gregory Patrick for AM860 The Answer. When it's over, so they say. it'll rain sunny day. I know. Shining down like water. And I'm back. This is Dr. Bill, your radio MD. Welcome back to the show. We were talking about President Biden for the first half. Uh, somebody texted me and wanted to know if, or said, didn't Biden uh, appoint uh, a gun czar? I guess he wants to get rid of assault weapons, semi-automatic rifles and all that. I guess that'll be the end to modern-day hunting in the United States because except for revolvers, Ken, everything is semi-automatic now, whether it's a pistol or a rifle or an assault rifle. Assault rifles are just... Uh, rifles that are jazzed up to look like a military weapon but that's not my problem at any rate he also is backing off on this $15 minimum wage I hear that the reconciliation bill that passed through the house
1: that I don't think they have that in it I don't know have you heard Uh, it was in it but uh, um, I think it's coming out in the Senate I don't think it was it was never it was never gonna happen in the first place I mean they knew they couldn't put it in there but they did anyway it has Wait. to deal with taxes a reconciliation can only deal with uh issues that affect taxes and this does not affect taxes at all so it has to come out and nope. they knew that when they put it in yep oh well what yeah are i you know gonna... I, I, it's ridiculous
0: sometimes so i'm sure my sisters are all uh pooping in their panties over the climate change and, and hoping that biden will do something about that but uh you know that's it's a complex situation it's not just carbon emissions it's not just uh uh too many people on the planet or methane actually the the number one greenhouse gas as i've told you before is what
1: methane from cows water water okay that's what was the cows. number one. It
0: traps more heat and it's more ubiquitous, and we're putting a lot of water into the atmosphere now because we're melting the polar caps. Are we melting it, or is this a natural phenomenon, cyclical? Well, we have to look at a number of things. First of all, we have to look at the tilt of the axis of the Earth, which, as you know, the Earth wobbles as it goes around the sun, right?
1: That's what gives us our seasons, yes, sir.
0: Gives us our seasons, and so if the uh, equator is the center of the wobble, or the axis, if you will, then the most consistent weather is going to be at the equator which is generally true it's usually pretty warm yep most of the year <clears throat> well now that there's a theory that has come along that now the the earth's tilt goes from about 21 to 26 degrees back and forth over 45 40 40 41 42 thousand years every every period it shifts back and forth and This seems to coincide with some of the ice ages uh, and some of the weather changes that we've had over the um, millennia. So I think that uh, we have to take this into account, and there's even a a scientist with NASA, and he's obviously going to be controversial because he's not going along with the party um, green people line. And he says that the Earth's axis, that what happens is when when it's, uh, when it's closer to 22, that summer and winter are both milder. And uh, that, that's actually the time when the ice caps form. But when it's more extreme, then summers are hotter, winters are colder. Sound like anything we're, we're seeing now?
1: Sounds like that's where we are at the moment, yes.
0: And he said what happens then is that with the hotter summers, you melt the polar caps. It's It's not the colder winters that maintain them, it's the hotter summers that melt them down. So, I mean, that's his theory. And so the rock of the of the earth back and forth. Now, some people say, well, aren't we moving away from the sun? Yes, but it's a, it's a really, really, really small amount. You know, we're talking uh, millimeters, sonometers, an inch, you know, that's, uh, that's hardly uh, significant considering what we're how many million, 100 million,
1: 800 million miles from the
0: sun, I think? 90 something? million.
1: I think we're 90 million. 90 million? I think so, something like that, yeah. <laughs> Some of the, I mean, it's, it's a huge amount.
0: So, yeah, a couple know, inches, not
1: going to make any difference, right?
0: No, not in the short term. Now, maybe in, you know, 2 million years it'll
1: make a difference, but not right now. And again, we'll if, be gone, so.
0: And Well, you and I will be. Yeah. You know, there may be people like Biden still around. because they have Well, all,
1: maybe we'll let them have Mars. Do you think they'd go? Absolutely, the chance to, a chance to green up an entire planet. Sure. Can, can we can we take up a collection? <laughs> <laughs> we'll send it to Elon and see
0: if he can build them a, a you know a Mercedes spaceship to go there in comfort and style. We'll call
1: it Planet Dems, and we'll send them on over. And they got just you know make it a make it any way you want. We don't care.
0: Did you see where Elon Musk one of his rockets blew up? Um, but he said that's what they expect. They're trying to figure out it's in the, his newest generation that's going to launch his uh, Mars vessel, I guess, and his moon vessel. It's, it's, it's I guess, bigger than what he's got, but what he's trying to do is he's trying to recapture one of the stages of this rocket. And so it, it's it's something that they're working on. They're trying to figure out how to soft land it uh, without destroying it. and And part of what they're doing is uh, various trajectories and so on and so forth. And so I guess they have to blow these things up because they can't bring them back down safely yet. So uh, someone said, oh, my God, Elon Musk, is, his rocket ships are blowing up. Well, it's on purpose, by the way.
1: Well, I would say it's on purpose, but it is uh, It's not unexpected. Not unexpected, yeah. no. So they, they have to figure out a way to make that land or they'll never get it on the surface of Mars, that's for sure.
0: But I want to reiterate that the four seasons are due to the tilt of the Earth's uh, axis relative to the plane of its orbit. And it's not the distance from the sun. In fact, at times when we're further away from the sun. We're uh, warmer, yeah. We're warmer. We seem to have, uh, you know, it doesn't make any sense. But I read the science on this, and it's a little too complex for me to go into today. But um, maybe another time we can do it on another show. So the tilt of the Earth is important, and uh, the uh, the atmospheric conditions are important. If you want to cut down on on uh, greenhouse gases, and you say, well, where does all this water come from? Well, Ken, when you burn carbon, whether it's sugar in your body and your mitochondria or gasoline in your in your car, you you put out carbon dioxide and water as the waste product. That's the waste.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we're taking carbon hydrogen and oxygen and we're turning it into water and carbon dioxide so we are putting out water every time you breathe you exhale water so if you really want to help the planet just stop breathing if you (laughs) want (laughs) to I mean, you know, really, all these Greenpeace people, I, I wish they'd just... Stop breathing? <laughs> yeah, you know, that would help. that cut down on the pollution because sure. the number one greenhouse
1: gases... If you truly cared about the planet, you'll kill yourself.
0: you kill yourself.
1: There you go. <laughs> So,
0: what's going on over in Myanmar? Did you hear about that? <laughs>
1: I'm you know, not sure. I I've been paying a lot of attention to Myanmar. What is going on over there? I know the military took over or something like that. That's the last I heard.
0: Yeah. yeah, you know, they they finally were moving towards democracy, and their their female uh, uh, leader who had been in prison for house arrest for a number of years as as a resistor and a you know a stirrer upper because the military was in charge. They finally got a democracy, and then the military. And a coup took back over, and now people are out in the streets rioting, and the militaries and the police are shooting at them. And uh, and so – oh, by the way, Biden's already stepped in on this, and he's prohibited the military and governing people in Myanmar that are responsible for, for this from buying any land in the United States. So I'm sure that they're upset about <laughs> that. Is
1: that was, was that a big problem? Yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently so. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> Right. I think he's got yeah, other things but, to think about it
0: there in Oval the Office. I know, not in, in Long Beach, but I, <laughs> I don't know how often he gets there. But... <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, at any rate, and I, I do have a friend from Myanmar. She's a doctor. Um, Kine is her first name, K-H-I-N-E. It's a Buddhist country predominantly, and you, as you recall, they did have uh, uh, the, the Rohingya, which were the, Minority Muslim population, I think, in the northeastern part of the country, that had been attacking the Buddhists because the Buddhists are pacifist, and although they do fight now, <clears throat> and they're out in the streets fighting each other, uh, kind of like Christians are pacifists, except when you got to go out and fight, and that's different. <clears throat> but um, the Buddhists and the the Muslims got into it, and of course the Buddhist majority had had enough, and the military started cracking down on. On the Muslims, and, and they started fleeing the country. And, and then uh, the world court wanted to take the military government of Myanmar to the world court several years ago. I don't know if you remember that. So they've been in upheaval for a while. But my friend Kine says, What do you want us to do when the Muslims attack us? You want us to just sit there and be killed? Apparently, that's the idea. But, uh, you know, I'm what was it Tom Selleck said in one of his movies that uh, he had been sent by his mother to a Jesuit school and but net, and then he was a gunfighter and, and the woman said what happened he said I just couldn't turn the other cheek <laughs> 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 once you hit me on one side baby I'm coming after you <laughs> so oh the government leader's name is Ong San Suu Kyi and uh she and her party had had gotten power uh, legitimately from from our view legitimately being a democratic process so at any rate uh, now they're going back after and uh, the coup stalled Myanmar's progress towards democracy after nearly 50 years of military rule they had had a couple of years of democracy and so several hundred thousand people are out in the streets protesting i don't know the population of myanmar i can't imagine it's, more than what five or six, seven, eight million, maybe ten million. I don't know.
1: I would think tops, it's, yeah, somewhere
0: around there. It's not a huge country, but it, it's uh, it, uh, ge- uh, geopolitically it's very uh, important because it sits right in the in the center of Southeast Asia. You know, it's it's between uh, Thailand and um, it's uh, a little bit east of I think Thailand and and uh, India, west of Laos, Cambodia, and Vietnam. Uh, north of uh, Malaysia, Indonesia and Singapore. So it's right there in the middle and of course they got China sitting on top of them. And those little countries for the most part, I don't think they care much for the Chinese. Well,
1: I don't think they're think gonna gonna say they're anything real. in public. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no,
0: no. So the the police threw stun grenades, tear gas and fired into the air witnesses said uh not unlike situations we've seen here in previous years mm, yeah so at any rate we hope that the uh that the Myanmars figure this out and uh get uh get themselves squared away and restore their democracy and rejoin the world community as a as a healthy nation unlike us
1: you know we're we're <laughs> We're beyond help at this point, I think.
0: Yes. Did you know somebody said uh, one of my patients said that? Uh, what did I think of the uh, January sixth insurrection? Was that an insurrection at the, at the Capitol? Is that what you, is that the definition?
1: Is it? I'm not they... sure what the technical definition of an insurrection is.
0: I'm not sure. It has to. Uh, be it might have
1: been. Might have been. You know, burglary. No, they didn't take anything. Really, did they leave? Did they leave with anything? I don't. I, I don't one. think
0: so, and I don't think they hurt anybody, did they? The one cop got shot, but I think he was outside of the Capitol, wasn't he?
1: Well, we had the um, the shooting from the Capitol. Some, a yeah. woman got hit. Yeah, that. And yeah, then, one of the protesters. Yeah.
0: She was shot by Right. Uh, but I don't think that anybody went in there with a gun, did they? Not did that I, I
1: know of. That I've never heard. I didn't. I have not heard one story about somebody being armed and inside the Capitol.
0: Now, my friend said, "Well, you know, a flagpole's a weapon." I guess. I mean, if you if you're you know good at that, and what is that, pitaka? Isn't that the um, art of using wooden sticks and beating each other up?
1: Uh, I know what you're talking about. I'm not sure what they call it, but yeah. But even that. Even that is well, not really deadly uh, force. I guess it could be if you. But it's
0: certainly not a rebellion. It doesn't rise no. to that level i I would think that to to have a rebellion you have to have some kind of an organized uh resistance to the established
1: government and um for the civil war, they took a vote you know everybody just walked they took a vote and walked out of congress so hmm. it's so uh, I just looked I, it up here real quick here it's an act of instance or it's an act of or instance of revolting against civil authority or an established government so I'm not sure if that was an insurrection or not. I think they I'm were- not
0: sure that they were revolting against the established government. I think we're basically just a bunch of crazies, right? <laughs> <laughs> Looking for free lunch at the uh, at the Senate uh, cafeteria.
1: I hear it's very good there. I hear the.
0: Yeah, the House is not all that good. But and, the Senate uh, is, yeah. The Senate's really good, yeah. They have a different chef, of
1: course. <laughs> really nice thick steaks there, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yep,
0: yep. <laughs> and uh, you know, if you like tofu, you can get a thick slab of tofu, and uh, along with kimchi and rice. And, well, you uh, go
1: ahead and enjoy there, Doc. Yeah.
0: You can enjoy it, man. I'd be happy there. <laughs> Any rate, so w- listen, we've got the COVID vaccines uh, uh, rolling out. Have hot and heavy Johnson and Johnson. I guess they're able able to produce, uh, uh, or they have available uh, millions and millions of doses that they're going to send to the United States. I guess they're already here and it's just a matter of distribution. And again, this is a live, um, uh, virus. Uh, it will not give you the COVID virus because it's not the COVID virus. It's the, uh, adenovirus, which is the cold virus, one of the cold viruses. And it's been weakened because it's been passed through generations of some kind of monkey. Um, I think they're Handelman monkeys, but I'm not <laughs> sure. And, uh, so this has been weakened, and it it's not infectious in humans, but it can be injected into your bloodstream, and it, it's been manipulated genetically to express the spike protein uh, of the coronavirus on its surface, and so this will stimulate your immune system and make antibodies. And as we were saying earlier, it's about, what, 60%, 65% effective in U.S. studies.
1: But it doesn't have That's- to be kept in the, in the deep freeze, so it, it's more likely to be just just sent to a doctor's office, wouldn't that be, wouldn't that make sense? Right to the doctor's office and be kept in the refrigerator,
0: uh, 65% effective means that 35% of the people in the study uh, got the, the COVID virus disease, but it was mild, you know, it was like a cold. Yeah. Well. So none of the people in the study uh, were hospitalized and there were no deaths from the COVID virus. So that's a good thing, right? Absolutely, so, yes. I'll take it. 65%. I'll take it, man. Yeah, I'll take it. So now we've got the uh, messenger RNA uh, vaccines from Pfizer and Moderna. We've got the J&J vaccine. And uh, I think we've immunized about 15% of Florida at this point, which is not bad. Not bad. Uh, considering that the
1: rollout was, what, in December? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it started in December.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was in it was in December that the vaccines got out. It was before the official beginning of winter. And as you recall, last year, I predicted in the spring of last year that we would have a vaccine by the fall of the year.
1: Mm-hmm. You did. And,
0: and we did. And we do. So we're we're two months into this. And, uh, you know, just getting the logistics of this down is 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 a, a, a difficult situation because. You're asking health departments that have never had this kind of burden uh, to administer vaccinations to the public on a scale that uh, has not been seen uh, for for years and years. You know, probably since the polio vaccine came out in the 50s. And then the country was half the size. Yeah, probably that would be the closest
1: event of this nature, I would think.
0: Yeah. yeah. And so I think that we're doing pretty good. Uh, the County Health Department here actually hired an outside company in Pinellas County. I think they did too in Hillsborough County. Those are the two big counties bordering Tampa Bay, folks. If you're listening from outside of the area, and uh, they hired companies to help them uh, better organize and. Uh, uh, document and get everybody lined up and all that and it's it's uh, it's been helpful but you know there's still a lot of people that are struggling because you have to get up early in the morning you have to sign up you have to uh, check the website and there's not a whole lot of, of options for uh, checking how to get in and whether or not doses are available and whether or not your number's been called because they can't call everybody they can't call everybody that's too too burdensome Ken. no
1: no that's ridiculous you can't <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know, they can't use the radio because most people don't use radio anymore. Hey, 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 hey. hey. Which is bad. That's they're right. It's a bad thing. And they're they're going to be punished. God will punish you. <laughs> and now the other thing, though, is computers are ubiquitous. But the old people who need the vaccine the most are the ones who are struggling. Yeah. Well, what you do is you get your, your your kids or your grandkids to help you out and, uh, and get – as soon as you can get hooked up. And Publix had some, but I don't think they have any more right now. Uh, but there are opportunities. And, again, I should be getting it within the next week or two because they're asking me what kind of storage I have and how much I can handle. Well, you know, dude, if we can get, if anybody knows of anybody who has a lab freezer that's uh, minus 80 degrees, I can get the uh, the Pfizer too, uh, which is my doses and I'll lend it to uh I'll you lend it to me and I'll give you a little something at the end of it. We're getting close to the end of the show. What do we got a minute left? Uh,
1: about a minute and a half something
0: like that, yeah. I have oh my god, you didn't tell me that. Well, remember Dr. Bill has telemedicine. Uh we've got the uh we've got the antifungal toenail gel, uh, the study that's going on and we're getting close there. And then we'll be able to market that, Ken, and then we'll be rich and we'll just do radio every day. And and we also have a canned care clinic for Canadians and visitors, as well as Bay Area Medical for Americans. Uh, We see Americans. We take most insurances, and we love everybody, and we welcome you. We're at 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. By the way, Ken, did you hear that Biden supposedly scores a legislative win as the House passes $1.9 trillion COVID relief plan? $1.9 trillion.
1: That's a lot of money to print.
0: <laughs> Can I get a small part of that? For 1%, I'll handle it for you. <laughs> All right, <laughs> hey, the show. Yeah. thanks for being with us. Let's get some music going. Let's get out of here. Let's man. get out of here with CCC
1: C-C- Ccr Rather, there we go.